Hello everybody! It's your old friends, I'm Wendy Vatnes, and welcome to another episode of the Jetty Phil Donut Podcast. Woo! Oh wait, no, sorry, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, James just wants to go to the part that he wants to do. This oddly anticipated Pokemon. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, like, like I said, we are on to another episode of the uh, Pokemon Indigo League. If hopefully you've been watching along with us. Uh, if so, we're sorry because we're about to get to about fucking six months worth of filler. So shop yourself in, lads. <sighs> I really, I, honestly, I really hope you enjoy the Erica episode because that is the only one that matters for about what three months, James? Thereabouts. Yeah. 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 So uh, hopefully you enjoy it. I do feel that we covered a lot of ground last week, though. You know, we, we kind of like dealt a lot with gender issues and. Uh, you know, and, and, and the issues that one gender feels all the time about it. The rest of us don't really care. But um, you know, that's the way it goes. At least now we're on to more um, more standard practices here with some good old fashioned filler. Absolutely, this and is, love this may what, continue. This is what we should like just expect going forward. I just feel like we should start drinking during the filler episodes because it might actually make it more interesting. Oh, that's a good Ooh. idea. What we gotta get us? <laughs> I love that your head, your dog's head popped up there. I called her name. Uh, anyway, so as James is doing that, um, we'll start off with the episode. So, this episode is called Hypno's Nap Time. Um, so, uh, I have... This may put you to sleep. Oh, oh, hello. Oh, yeah. Get that fucking ASMR in. You'd love to see it. Again, it really would not be a Monday Madness session if we didn't, like, fuck up our own audio. That is literally what we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that you triumphantly came back with a can and just like flaunting it to work on it. It's like, uh, uh, look, look, we've got cans for this. Oh, yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. No. <laughs> so. Um, she is still salty since. Uh, no, I'm just excited to get going. You're interrupting this. Fine. She's so excited about this one episode about Hypno that she's really just wanted to get into it, yeah, you know? That's it. All right, let's go. Alright then, so, uh, with that then, this episode starts off with our narrator uh, bringing us back into the canon, which is uh, Ash winning the Rainbow Badge, and says that our heroes find themselves in a new, currently unnamed city. Um, probably best... It's probably just a suburb of Celadon City, to be I honest. Mean, it should yeah. be. They should have just said they that. They should just still be Celadon. Yeah, it should be, yeah. but they, There they, is a Pokemon Mansion in Celadon. Uh, yeah, really, where, where, where you get yeah. yeah that's right yeah they could have done that on the top floor on the top the floor very true very true that comes into play later um, didn't go that way in, in fairness no, this like, is just the wrong side of Celadon City it's like the bad part would, now yeah they were, they're in like they're, you, you, they're, in, they're in like East Celadon for the gym it's like that's the nice part that's where yeah. all the flowers are yeah. West Celadon is where all the fucking capitalists are yeah. you have to fucking watch out for them you know like literally wolf of fucking Celadon City shit going on here you know <laughs> Um, so yeah, Ash marvels at all the, at the skyline, saying it looks like the buildings are closing in on them. And Missy remarking that they're so tall you can't even see the sky. So you're just seeing a line, basically. And mm-hmm. um, so Ash, after all this, going like, "Well, we've been walking here for three hours. Where are we?" <laughs> and Brock says, "Apparently, it's called Hop 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 Town." Which no, uh, it's, no, it's, it's the wrong not. answer. Yeah, yeah. It's Let's just move on. Let's yeah, it's not, just it's Celadon. Celadon. It, we're, gonna, we're just gonna call it. We're gonna rename Hop 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 East Celadon. Nail on. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no. Which is worse? North side on. North, like north side. North side, yeah. yeah. North side's yeah. always the worst. Yeah, side. oh yeah, to, yeah. North side, yeah, scanners, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, Ash and Misty do three hops in reply as Pikachu rolls in, equally confused. I think this joke only works in Japanese. I, Why? What was the town called in Japanese? I, I, I don't know. I literally would say like the hop up hop could be like the literal translation of the town. Yeah. And like literally in Japan, it's an actual pun name of it. In the same way, yeah, like really. we have town that like, call the town Muff. And it's like, ha <laughs> you know it's kind of like you know, I, just, I don't think it could be that and that's why they do the, the, the three hops 
and then like the, the translator is hopefully is just like begging people to like not notice <laughs> <laughs> but they had the animation for it yes is it, was it, is it literally called Hop 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 Town in the canon uh, it's Yo 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 Town ah there you go that's what it is like yeah so it's it's it, it, what it was in, in Japanese yeah so that's how they that's what they, that's, it's, they should have just kept that then to be fair and then just like did she have yo-yos as fucking as a yeah. gag way better yeah way better joke there but again who knew that the Americans ruined all Japanese cartoons looking at you Yu-Gi-Oh uh, <laughs> Ash and Missy do three hops and reply as you mentioned uh, a woman from Edishaw calls out for Arnold hey Arnold wrong cartoon a woman runs in and grabs Ash into her chest to everyone's surprise she says she's been so worried. Ash is an ass man. It, well, he's a fucking Norse man. He doesn't have a say in the matter. Like, literally, he is grabbed into the fucking <laughs> chest. He is digging for fucking truffles there. Um, <laughs> Ash tries to get himself out to explain his name is Ash. As more, he's try, well, more so the case. Missy tries to introduce herself, but Brock pulls her away, going, "No, no, it's, she's weird. Just fucking let him go. Yeah. <laughs> let him go." He's, he's, Ash has been adopted. <laughs> Ash is going to a better place. Ash is going to a better place. Her narcs. <laughs> Brock looking on in jealousy going, God, I wish that was me. Um, the woman apologises by saying he looks just like Arnold. Um, yes, Arnold! I didn't realise his like head was so square, but there you are. This is going to happen every time I mention a name, isn't it? Yeah. Right, I'm going to avoid that. The That's happened. a cartoon that lives up to like you know rewatching. Well, then why didn't you do a podcast of this instead then? Well, why don't you do your own art? Hey, Arnold podcast. Maybe I will. Go on then. Here, Rick, go on. Get, get in fucking touch. <laughs> just, just swarm everything. We're going to do a watch along of Sabrina. Then we're going to do fucking Arnold. So it's fantastic. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to edit to be fair. So yeah, fair enough. It's <laughs> <laughs> 90s TV shows. Yeah. And we'd have someone else on the podcast who'd be well in on that as well. That's true. Mm. That's true. <laughs> Not me, obviously. You know, I'll be replaced. Yeah. But someone who would better banter. Um, so we changed... Someone who will agree with me. <laughs> oh, I see. So the all-women podcast to get going soon. Is that James going? can be the token boy. That, to be fair, it does change. Yes, the dear. Yes. <laughs> That's the only thing you have to say. Is that right? Yes, yes dear. dear. <laughs> James, can you move on to the next part of the page? Yes, dear. Jenny... Uh, <laughs> Jenny Little Donut? Yes. Yes, dear. <laughs> So, what did you? What's your favorite character in Hey Arnold? Yes, dear. <laughs> Yours, dear. <laughs> you are my love. There you go. <laughs> I think mean, literally, literally, you have to do the entire podcast as if you are reading it off the script. <laughs> That's how it works. So, uh, so yes, uh, uh, they changed the square where the four people are sitting down and listening to what's happened. Apparently, Arnold's apparently disappeared for three days. <laughs> <sighs> and his mother can't find him nor has she heard anything from him Ash speculates if he left to become a Pokemon trainer or apparently start his own fucking cartoon going with the sound of things but his mother um, says he where he, he liked Pokemon he never mentioned becoming oh, a trainer of course like everyone else yes. he loves Pokemon just ha- hammer that in yes oh, I, I kids, you like Pokemon yes but you don't want to be a trainer though do you no you're too shit to be a trainer <laughs> like this kid look at this one look at him he's got dirt in his face um, yeah and essentially Missy suspects he might have come home he might come home soon and the mother probably explains that Arnold isn't the only child to have gone missing recently the team don't believe this and their direction is turned to a wall of missing children posters so it's like oh 
okay, this episode is taking a strange turn. Yeah. It's like literally like, okay, the opening like the opening like plot essentially is like, oh yeah, all these children have gone missing in this big town. And it's like played off for like, oh no, like it's not even like, oh shit, this is serious. Yeah. It's just like, it's oh, isn't that so weird? Isn't that crazy how so they all weird. seem to disappear yeah. at the same time? Yeah. Within the last three days, there's what ten missing children? Uh, yeah, at least yeah. Yeah, there's not twelve at this point. So like, it's literally a case of like, like this... they themselves are kids. So they, wouldn't they be like, oh shit, we're next? Yeah, they could. There's literally been horror movies of the same fucking story. Yeah. Like this is a horror end, like start to to an episode. It's like, well, all these children gone missing. That means it is either a serial killer or a nonce or both in the fucking in the in the in the city in the vicinity. Right? That's why you don't go to North Celadon. That's where all the weirdos live. <laughs> um, so they so uh, get lured into the game corner. That's it. Yeah. It's like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Do you want to buy a party gun? I've got a party gun right here. <laughs> Amazing home to epileptic fits. <laughs> so, Do you uh, want to drop on the ground and flop like a fish? <laughs> <laughs> also, wrong, 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 oh, wrong 19th oh. cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I think you're going to wires crossed like that. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, exactly. The team don't believe this and the directions turn to the wall of children posters. They're surprised that there are so many of them. That is not, again, that, the reaction is, well, there's so many, it's not your case of, oh shit, there's something happening in this town. Yeah. Um, but Ashley's actually assumed that, that must be dangerous. Uh, well, Missy says, uh, here uh, she'll be on the posters when she's a big famous star. That is the most dense thing you can say. That's the most dense thing that Missy has said all, all yeah. the show. Yeah. Like, literally, like, like come on. Like, this Here's the wall of kidnapped children. I want to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they get posters? I want to be on milk cartons too. <laughs> Like again, I love that they just throw in these weird character traits for for mostly Misty in these episodes. Where like, okay, look, you've already established what she is. She's kind of like a, a bullish stamp tomboy for most of this run. Unless every, we want her to be pretty, pretty or insecure or both, you know, or want to be famous. Now she yeah. wants to be famous for this one episode. It's like no, it's not, that's not how this goes. You know, who knew? It's like she pretty much left her gym because her sisters were too famous. Yes, she wanted to make make her own fucking stance. Yeah. yeah. And here she is now wanting, oh, I wish I was abducted. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is my chance of fame. <laughs> it's more of a case of, do you know what? I'd actually rather be abducted by somebody than hang around with Ash again. <laughs> That's how bad this has gone. Um, and uh, yeah, neither Ash or Brock see, that as, see any of that as worthy as a reply until Ash, it's funny, it says, yeah, she might make it to horror movies, <laughs> presumably as the, as the villain. And <laughs> um, so, returning to the conversation, someone says that they were all good children that disappeared. Um, oh, well, Ash is going to be grand then. Oh yeah, he's fucked. Yeah, no one wants Trail him. of explosions in his in his wake. <laughs> exactly, you'll know he's coming. <laughs> um, and uh, the person saying that was offered to Jenny. Um, like he's he's going to be safe. Like anyway, anyone trying to capture him would just throw him back. Absolutely. <laughs> they realize, oh god, this guy hasn't watched in four months. Fucking take him away. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. this lamp smells like a gloom. <laughs> I, I can't deal with children who don't change their underwear every day. I just no, it's just, it's too much. They're high, too high maintenance. Fuck that. Um. So uh, she can't understand why they would be disappearing one by one as she looks to hang up on the reposter. So Ash approaches Jenny and asks the question that's all on her lips here: like, What relation is she to the ones from Maiden's Peak? <laughs> uh, also, they're not disappearing one by one. This has been three days. And it's not like one kid a day. Yes. Like, I'm impressed that they got the actual, like, meaning of one by one wrong immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, immediately. Like, 
But this is going on for three weeks and one one, one gone every day. Had a day. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. There's actually a lottery in town going. Okay, bring your bring your kids. Right. So next area of the hat is Robert. Get in the van. Bye. Goodbye <laughs> <laughs> to your parents, Robert. Yeah, I'll never see them again. Uh, again, I, there is. I still think there's a really sinister line to this episode, which we'll, which we'll expand on shortly. Yeah. There will be a point where I go, "Ha ha, found us." Um, so yeah, it's a case of like, uh, yeah. Turns out the Jenny in this uh, town is the cousins' cousins of Maiden's Peak. Um, <sighs> Brock believes that this one is the most beautiful of all, and Misty quips that they all look alike. Yeah, it's a bit uh, harsh from Misty there, isn't it? Well, you know, like oh, but not all not all police officers are the same, you know. Just saying. Um, shows you her political view. And <laughs> um, Brock charms uh, Jenny uh, by saying that it must be terrible looking for missing children. Um, swiping Ashway as well. Yeah, forget about him. Uh, saying maybe they should work together to help hand in hand. Like, yeah. suspect number one right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He's just like, out of all the people, he's like, yeah, I want to go with my He's problem. just arrived in What is it for serial killers to try to, to serial killers try to get in inside the investigation? Yes, that's so true. So they can try to veer it off in the wrong direction. I, I get the feeling the likes of Opportunity are not briefed on serial killers in the Pokemon universe. <laughs> Something about that just doesn't really ring true, you know? Um, so... Essentially, yeah, it's uh, Jenny warranted not to get in the way of the investigation, so she's happy to have the attention, I guess. Um, Ash looks back at Arnold's mother and says she reminds him of his own mother, and we flash back to the beach episode of all things. <laughs> I was like, I was like, like this, this like, up, worried, upset like mother is sitting like by alone by a square, by on a, on this in the square, and Ash immediately goes, "Ah, reminds me of my own mother," and immediately cuts to her arse. It's like, yeah, yeah, really fucking. Yeah, really makes sense there, Ash. Jesus Christ. Issues. Um, and Ash, Ash says she must be worried and decide that Detective Ash Ketchum solves a mystery. Is this where the idea of Detective Pikachu comes in? Yes, but Ryan Reynolds wouldn't agree to be an Ash Ketchum. Yeah, when who would? Yeah, in fairness. <laughs> oh, it's not ever going to get a sequel. Uh, depends on what Ryan Reynolds, to be fair. <laughs> it's his fucking very, He's very busy, you know, bringing Wrexham into the football. Oh, movie. yeah, Wrexham is a, seri- is a serious project, like, you know, the Pride of Wales, Wrexham, you know. Um, <laughs> so, um, James is unaware. Of no, this. exactly. He doesn't even know what Wales so is. from his always funny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Him and Ryan Reynolds bought a football club in Wales to try and bring it into the big leagues. That's so random what yeah, the hell and it's great I love it yeah they, they're actually spon- they got a TikTok to sponsor the, the club as well yeah. so, now that, so TikTok is their fucking sponsors I literally think it was a case of they had a map and we're just like that one I like to think like they I, I like to think they were like writing something themselves and they thought of an original character called Wrexham and then when they're looking to do like the legal stuff or, like can we copyright Wrexham realize oh shit it's a town in Wales well fuck that let's just buy Wrexham <laughs> <laughs> So that's, yeah, that's a great show. Actually. So in a couple of years' time, when they actually do make a profit out of Wrexham, they just go, ah, yeah. Here's the thing: we were doing this for a role, and yeah, we're actually liquidating the entire city. So um, <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> so, oh no! I'm not saying they're bad people, but you know, I'm just saying. And um, so as uh, Detective Ash Ketchum does don his fucking like deer stalker here, uh, Missy shrugs as Brock is enamored with Jenny and Ash is shadowboxing because nothing says a good detective like shadowboxing. Yeah. Remember that, that 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 episode where Columbo learns to be a professional boxer? No, I don't. I don't. But I do remember Good, Angela Lansbury did it. Angela Lansbury is fucking serious. Yeah. Like, she'll be the shit. Of it. <laughs> and they didn't Sherlock do it as well? Ah, well, Sherlock. Sure, there's been so variations, so many variations yeah. of Sherlock. I can believe that one of them is where he's a UFC fucking star. Like that's what you get. I mean, that's Robert Downey Jr. has done an awful lot of films at this stage. He has, so. hasn't he? Yeah, and a lot of them are pretty fucking bad. 
Yeah. Including that one. <laughs> we'll never talk about that one. There was two. Oh god, there was two of them. Yeah. I was fu- I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay, we're not talking about that on the podcast. <laughs> that is vetoed. Angela asked me on the other hand, kick the shit out of him. <laughs> We'll actually have to have like a fucking like Royal Rumble style uh, format for detectives. Like, <laughs> here, Rick, you love doing fucking World Cups, right? Get your man to do a World Cup of Detectives and get us on the fucking show. Yes. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> my, my, my money's on Colombo. That guy, that guy knows shit. Like, like all, all the bumbling and all this stuff. That's a well, I'm going for Detective Pikachu. The, yeah, but that's because he's voiced by Ryan Mills. Yeah, that's Velma cheap. from the Scooby Gang. It's the only one who has her shit together. That's true. That, the she would count. Um, now in fairness right I would see that one I know we're it's fair give us a second here right in <laughs> this the is more interesting this than is the, the world cup of detectives right is something you now have to do low blows right I've literally said it on this and you have a few weeks now to get your shit together right you can tell it's filler by the amount we go off we don't give a flying shit about this one right literally <laughs> Um, so we don't care about those missing kids you, you, you cannot tell me right the semi-finals right for world cup of detectives one side Andrew Lansbury, right? Yeah. Right? Another one. Colombo. Has to get there. Colombo's got me top tier, right? Brace your pain. Uh, and no. Bend- yeah. No. And Benedict Cumberbatch, sure. No. Benedict- Hercule Poirot from... Hercule oh, Poirot. actually, yeah, yeah. No, fuck Horatio Kane, Poirot. There we go. Right, so that's, that's four. That's a fucking... That's a serious contendership there. Uh, that's about a while. Benny gets it for me. Mmm... Uh, wait, well, you're talking about the... The World Cup, yeah, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we have to I, I over where these kids are going, Jonathan. I, I didn't realise you were attracted to dormouses, but fair enough, fucking hell. We learned a lot about you now. <laughs> so, alright, where were we at? Yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get back into this. Right, so, Officer Jenny explains what the situation is. Everyone's walking down the street. All the missing children disappeared three days ago. So we actually do have a detective story here. Um, she Brock asks if the children have anything in common and Ash goes yes that's a good question do any of the kids have anything you, you in common you said that's an excellent deduction which is not a deduction deduction no that is a question <laughs> it's a question <laughs> you failed at the first hurdle <laughs> Durdle. Durdle. <laughs> <laughs> can you repeat that question <laughs> so uh, in fairness I really do want to make that pun if someone falls over if a Northern Irish man falls over oh you fell at the first turtle. I'm going to keep that I'm going to steal that line you can't uh. do anything about it so Jenny responds with a no but she speculates other kids might know something they stop as they reach Pokemon Center as Brock says they should ask the kids in here if they know anything because um, again it's kind of weird that Brock is going let's ask the kids what they know all the kids hang out at the, at the you, know, you know animal hospitals <laughs> I, know my, I know my kids would Cows got to leave the bats. <laughs> the literally just like screaming, going, I want to see dead cats. <laughs> They're really weird kids, I'll be honest. Um, they stop as they reach a Pokemon Center, um, and uh, again, it's another brilliant deduction, knowing that kids <laughs> hang around Pokemon <sighs> Centers. No! Um, so literally, it's a case of like, I love that, like, in my mental image here, like, I wanted to see this as like the Pokemon Center, there's loads of kids throwing around, and just off to the side, there's a white band with free candy written on the side. <laughs> you know, free rare candies. And, um, but I know that's not good. Oh, that was good. That was funny, I liked yeah. that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So inside the po- busy Pokemon Center, Jess, Jenny uh, shows a picture of a missing child to two others and asks uh, them about the child. One doesn't know, but the other one says, yes, they play with them all the time. Um, but doesn't know when was the last time they saw them. Brock flies in and sternly tells the children to answer truthfully to this beautiful young lady. Good cop and same cop. 
Good cop, horny cop is what I would say. <laughs> There's your title. <laughs> so Jenny now tells him that he's getting in the way. I really don't want that show to make the air. Good cop, horny cop. That would be a... That's a fucking Pornhub special of anything, isn't it? Like, fucking hell. Uh, uh, so, uh, Jenny now tells which me... Which one is Cagney and which one's Lacey? That's a good point. I think they interchange. Oh, really? They flip a coin and just go from there. Um, so Jenny now tells Brock he's getting in the way. Um, I think you find his diffy is getting in the way, but fair enough. Ash uh, and Misty approach the desk to nurse Joy. Ash Crippen is also related to the Joy from Midden's Peak. And she goes, yes, yes I am. And just leave it at that. There you go. Missy uh, says they're, they're here asking about the missing children and Joy says she saw it on the news and I was like yes could you maybe tell us more <laughs> um, Ash asks her for anything she knows on about us but uh, Joy wants to help but she's got her own mystery on her hands here and mm-hmm. um, Missy asking what is that mystery uh, Joy explains that all the Pokemon at the centre are behaving very strangely so we cut to inside the hospital uh, where Joy brings everyone inside we see a Cubone at Nodish they're locked on the table there's a Psyduck kind of mm. lulling around the Cubone is so cute isn't it just so cute and isn't it's so, so sleepy it's just like a newborn Cubone it's, like, it's oh. like a greyhound yeah just that's so maybe amazing. why I'm so like you know attached to it it's so cute until you realise it's sleeping literally in it's mother's skull like I don't see the issue with that how <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> who hurt you <laughs> the last episode yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> she now had to be, oh, manly, blokey, <laughs> I can sleep in bones, mer. Um, and there's, a, there's a other Pokemon around as well, the Charmander on like an opposite counter, and there's Joy holding a, like a magic carp at the moment. So she directs her attention to the Dose of Cube on Noddish, and the magic carp is affected too. It's hugely full of life. That's because it's dying, gasping for air. Uh, and it thinks it's going like to die. Like holding the fish out. I don't know why the fish is not feeling <laughs> like, okay. I'm dying. I'm so dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. for this fish. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, it's just, it's just, it's, maybe it's cold. Maybe it needs more blankets. Yeah, it's just dead. It's just, it's just fucking completely dead, dude. Like, it's all, oh, it's all wrong. wet. <laughs> dry it off. Someone get a hair dryer. <laughs> Hang on. I'll just throw it to the air. That'll dry it. He likes that, doesn't it? Um, so Mr. Cripps said the magic is gone <laughs> and Ash thinks it's ready for the uh, deli counter not going to lie lads I'm not going to eat a magic carp like we've already established it has fuck all meat to it mm-hmm. so yeah. um, Joy then says that, Joy says that this Charmander's flame it could nearly go out and um, so it's, it's it's dire times we could lose a Charmander you know an actually good Pokemon Joy picks up Psyduck holding its head with his hand saying it's in terrible shape it's like I love the sequence here it's like this cube on an Oddish are feeling really lazy this Magikarp is flopping around this Charmander could die but this thing I don't know what the fuck is wrong with it (laughs) 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 so Ash consults his Pokedex and it states that it's the water Pokemon Psyduck which Mm -hmm. uses mysterious powers which Misty finds hard to believe Ooh, isn't that a Chekhov stuck for later on, eh? Boo. Shut up. Uh, Joy is asked when this uh, started happening, and she says about three days ago. And um, Brock notices this is around the same time as the children disappearing, which yeah. is a connection. Um, Jenny wonders if there is a connection between the two, as Ash says, one mystery leads into another. Not an, really. No, it doesn't. Like, these are actually, if anything, at the moment, these are two coincidences. Yeah. And Brock has just said, I wonder if they're the same. Uh, when it's not again strange like things. there's not enough proof that they're the same absolutely yeah like, like again at this point you're just going huh strange things are happening in North Celadon yeah because we're not calling a fucking hop 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 town yo 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 shut up 
<laughs> I was way too gangster, man. You have to see that. You have to slow it down. That's why they, that's why they call it, they call it that. Just people would just lose immediately think they're watching something else. You just got that Zoidberg. Yo, 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 give me the ball. <laughs> and then everyone gets sprayed with ink and he runs away. <laughs> anyway, um, so Joy um, is obviously explaining this. Uh, Ash Kickham says, Aha, it's another puzzle for me to solve. Because, uh, of course, he's a massive detective, don't you know? Yeah. Um, uh, Missy then says, asks him, Have you thought of anything? And he goes, Nothing. <laughs> so, so at least he's honest here. He, he's honest, yeah, to his credit. Um, he's making CSI New York at the minute, so that's a start. That's that's a, that's a tier list we're at. Um, Jenny says it's very strange if something starts buzzing. Uh, Missy assumes it's a radio, but it's not. It's actually a, giz, a little kind of gizmo gadget. Oh, this, is, this has me feel really annoyed. This whole. <laughs> Another episode. That, uh, no, I I don't mind. Are you saying that women can't be engineers, Burke? Is that what you're saying? You're saying that Officer Jenny can't make a machine for herself. I absolutely am not saying that. I am saying that does the science should annoy you too? Oh, it does. I'm getting to this. Yeah, okay. There oh, we, oh, we are not alone in this situation, yeah. and we'll have to explain this to James as well. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, uh, she takes out a, a gizmo that looks like a radar and says it's picking up something. Mm-hmm. Brock, uh, Brock quips that it's a uh, handsome guy detector but Jenny cuts him <laughs> off going I don't sense anything but don't tish uh, Jenny explains that it's a sleep wave detector sleep wave sleep wave yeah. detector yes so saying she's picking up a lot of them lately further explaining they are wavelengths that induce sleep <laughs> Joy states that nothing in the centre could be emitting those wavelengths Jenny says that they're coming from outside as Pikachu suddenly gets drowsy and flops over the table. Brock then makes a connection between the sleep waves and the Pokemon's condition. Now, Brock, Brock me and you are scientists. Mm-hmm. Or at least we were last time I checked. Yes. What is the issue with a sleep wave detector? Or indeed calling them wavelengths? There is a lot to delve into. Yes. But number one, sleep waves, not a thing. No. No. A detector for sleep waves... Also not a thing, no. by the fact that sleep waves don't exist. Yes. So why would you have a detector for something you know doesn't exist? Unless, now, you know, any engineers out there listening, you might want to create a sleep wave detector to, in fact, prove us wrong on this podcast. Mm. Okay, counterpoint. If I yawn, you yawn as well. So there we go, I'm emitting sleep waves, which are spreading. No, that's just COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually for the crack I did actually look this up and okay. uh, they have completely they're using the wrong like terminology yeah. what they actually do mean is delta waves right which is actually like there's different like types of like also COVID related also COVID related yeah <laughs> exactly and they're reshaping themselves over this new wave that's coming out now <laughs> shut up come on let's be honest like, if, if, if we do get a new variant here we're obviously just going to be making puns about that for the entire show yeah like, you've got COVID new too hey oh. there you go <laughs> Oh no! Please leave your own house. <laughs> um, so yeah, like essentially, like there are like different waves that induce sleep, and delta waves is that. So it's yeah. more of a case, that, but that's like it's like internal brain function. It's more. Yeah, of a case it's it's not a thing that is emitted from a person. It no. is internal to the brain. Exactly. Yeah, because there, there's all there's different ones that do different like kind of like signals if you like, and delta is the one for sleep, and for REM sleep specifically. But again, in the Pokemon universe, you could argue that there's a Pokemon that can emit brainwaves. Yeah, okay. Because we, we, we have done, they have yeah, done that with Kadabra and Alakazam, so. Um, but I am going to mock the fact that he called them wavelengths. and go, oh, yeah. what are you going to measure with that? Light? Huh? Boom. Check Radio. 
<laughs> Checkmate optics. Boom. <laughs> I said, what? I said, I mean, wavelengths. Oh, what color are they? Huh? Are they 470 nanometers? I don't think they are. <laughs> and that's red, by the way. Uh, oh, if you, you can't know. see that. Oh, shit. Like, this is a sensitive subject, yeah. Is it? Let's move on. Let's move on. Is that what's happening? Is it like, oh. Awkward. <laughs> so Ash tries to get uh, Pikachu to wake up, but to no avail. Jenny mm-hmm. uh, figures they uh, should try to source the sleep, with, uh, find the source of the sleep waves. They see another detector, which sounds different to Jenny's one, and we see it's a uh, Team Rocket's uh, version. And Jenny says it's coming from this town. So both of them are looking for sleep waves here. And mm-hmm. um, but as you can see, um, again Team Rocket have a different plan here. And um, Darren's plan is to knock at the boss. They're literally going to like give the boss a nap. Right? Here's the logic. Because when they find the boss, right, they're going to put him to sleep and they can go on a vacation. They literally want a break. They're being overworked so much that they want to actually make their boss go to sleep so they can fuck yeah. off for a holiday. Like, this is just the first excuse of a rocket, like... Plan. Plan. Yeah. Because, like, pretty much all they do is fuck up. So how have they, like... Like, I'm sure the boss just is not even paying attention to what they're doing. Oh, they don't give a shit. Like, yeah. we've already established that, t- that Jesse and James are the Team Rocket's tax sink. Yeah. They literally will burn out the budget so they don't have to pay anything in tax. Yeah. You know, we've already established that. So, Meowth in particular has his eye on a fishing expedition because Catholic fish, would you believe? Yes, yeah. Yeah, shockingly. <laughs> they start crying because they've been working so hard on being bad and they all need a break as they start openly weeping on each other, which does, it's kind of like a sign of, of people being overworked, to be fair. Yeah. You know, we've all been there, except for me. I, I, I'm emotionally dead. Back with Jenny as they patrol the streets, uh, Jenny stops and reckons they're coming from the tall building in front of them. Uh, Ash marvels at the size of it and Jenny believes that they're coming from the roof so they run inside and the group are in a nice little elevator growing up as Jenny confirms the waves are getting uh, stronger the higher they go we see an R uh, presumably for roof or rockets depending on you never know and the doors open as they reach the top the detector is going off as they see an exit door which everyone approaches Jenny turns the handle and they see they go out to the door to find a mansion on top of the skyscraper there's an EV in there (laughs) <laughs> there should be in fairness yep and um, going by the game uh, we get an aerial shot of it as everyone realises what it is and um, Jenny sees the signals are coming from the mansion as Ash starts running towards it Ash runs up the, the, the steps crouches down fucking MGS style pressing his ear to it and uh, motions uh, the others are uh, to join him which they do and Ash says there's someone inside and he decides to go in so he's switched from detective to Navy SEAL in like fucking five seconds flat here and they're all just going with it I mean Ash is enjoying himself like you don't want to interrupt that. In fairness, like this is the point where like his like skill set of being a rash like like mutton head is actually working to his advantage. Yeah. Because he gets to be a rash mutton head. Yeah. And um, so both Ash and Brock take their marks and both tackle the doors open, and they wanted to see there's a gathering of people dressed in formal wear, much to their surprise. And in the center of the room sit two Pokemon, men in tuxedos, women in evening gowns, surrounding them, and Ash and Brock try to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's an opium den. It's not. It's it's something more insidious than yeah, that, as I'll I talk am, about but... later on. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an opium den, not fucking amnesia den. That's how it works. And um, but we'll get back get back to that because that is the first half of this episode done. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, guys, as we know, we don't have outbreaks on this uh, channel because who the fuck would want to put adverts on it on this show? So with that in mind, we do what we always do on this, which is who's that Pokemon? Right then, so, uh, where we left you last, Burkbot has uh, smashed literally the, ground, the glass ceiling and got maximum points Whoop-whoop! by successfully remembering Dragonair. 
yeah. is a thing. Um, <laughs> so it's shiny jewels. It's so pretty. Um, so, uh, again, the, the field is kind of bunched up a little bit now because of that. So, yeah. Workbot, um, you have been hyping this up now for two weeks. I am really, really proud of this one. And you just know you're going to get it on the first fucking I am really hoping we do, just to prove the point. Yeah. And to just burst that hype bubble <sighs> that clearly our viewers have been living under for the last two weeks. I feel like you, even if you do get it, you should just like you know allow me this win. <laughs> That's not how this works. We'll carry on. <laughs> oh. So, are you looking for to sh- get a share in the points from us? Because just give us some wrong information. It worked for me two weeks ago. <laughs> Didn't backfire in you at all. No, not so, not whatsoever. Who knew the birds couldn't peck? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the final. So, uh, do you need? Have you found it? Okay. Okay. This is taken from the Pokedex. Mm-hmm. From which gen? From Let's Go Gen. Let's oh, Go yeah. in Pikachu and Eevee. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. Uh, be careful that I don't say this Pokemon's name because it's mentioned in the Dex entry. Yes. Call, it, call it Jim. <laughs> it makes its underlings gather food for it, dining solely on the most nutritious and delicious fare. Okay. So, so James gets first pick. He does. Alright, just gonna open up the Pokedex, so No, you can't look at the Pokedex. Okay. No, I'm, I thought you were Just to see, no, just to see who we've picked and who we haven't mm. in the past. So it makes its underlings gather food for it, dining solely on the most nutritious and delicious fare. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have an idea. Persian. I like I, I like your idea of it, but I was actually going the other way. I was going with Parasect because it would have powers that would send mushrooms to it. You need the mushrooms and evolve from it. Uh, I was more going like an Abby like an Abby, Abby like, yes, making it. So we got two different angles. That's this is what's great about a generic Dex entry because it yeah. means we both have very different lines of logic here. So okay, I'm gonna go with Parasect and Jane gonna go with Persian. You're both wrong. Alright. Okay, we're at four points here. Here we go. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, Now, I feel like this is probably more, like, this is a clue to you guys because you're, like, such obsessives about the game. That is true. What? Never. No. Whereas I feel like this. Very good. Is. This would would stump me. Okay. But it is found in lots of roots. Uh, in yellow, so I'm going to go with the yellow roots. Hmm. 9, 10, 11, 16, 18, 21, and the Pokemon Mansion. Okay, I think I've got something for this. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, I don't know those roots off the top of my head, but one through my head for what's in the mansion. Hmm. Um, to see, so it makes its underlings gather food and it eats whatever there. Hmm. Nutritious and delicious fare. I do have my little lock in already. I think I know what it is. James, you do get first place on this, so. Yeah. Radicate. That was actually gonna be my pick. Oh. That was actually it, yeah, because I think like even one of his abilities is gluttony. That's part of this fucking like, thing is that it keeps eating everything. That's how it got bigger. 
Yeah. Uh, been like, okay, what's in Pokemon Mansion? You have your muck, you have your Grimer muck, yeah. you have your Radicate, so, yeah. have your Radicate, you have your Coffin and Weasling, you have your Magmar, yeah, and your Pony and Radish. Yes, so it would be so, that. So it's no, I, I, I do think it's Radicate. So uh, just for Pig Iron, just to, for the laugh, I'm just gonna say it's Grimer. Oh, Sorry, no, I went with a uh, Radicate. Yeah, Tradicate. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Mm. It, what, what gave it away was the Pokemon Mansion. Uh, yeah. Honestly, that's what it was. Even when you said, like, on the route then, I was thinking, like, okay, this works actually chains all together. Yeah. But, See, uh, that, that would have been a good clue for me, but yeah, I was worried. I was going through the routes and it's like, wait, 9 and 10. Where yeah. is that again? I'm kind of rocking because, like, literally, I, I got that meet, like, almost straight away. Aww. And because, like, we were very polite and leading le- there. Letting whoever was behind go first. But that, that's, that's, that's the, that is the right way of doing it. That is yeah. the right way of doing it. But exciting enough, that means, James, you are now leading. Woo! By one point. Happy days. And I can't respond to that. I have to slow you down next round. <laughs> or get Burke Bur- or leak it to Burkebot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Burkebot could get five and bring her up to 36, and we're really close to it. We are, yeah. No, that's it. It's, uh, in fairness, like you I am actually fuming. I thought I would get more than. <laughs> I feel, uh, to be fair, the like, mansion gave it away. The mansion gave it away. Oh, but the de- I should have gone with my other. The, one. the dex entry was great, though. In fairness, yeah. that was one of the better dex entries. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't think you. As soon as I that. saw that, I was like, "Yes, I have them." And then, <laughs> like, as soon as I picked what my next clue was going to be, I was like, yeah. "Fuck, that's just going to give it away." Yeah. Fucking nerds. Same as like ability and stuff like that would give it away. Um. Right. Well, my other clue was that it evolves at the same number in the Pokedex. Uh, as it is. So. Oh, that is a good fact. But then that also narrows it down quite a bit because yeah. someone's not going to level, level, like evolve at level 110. Yeah. So I don't know who's number 30 or 35. Yeah, who's would be number like, 28. Like it could have been. No, maybe, that's true actually as well. Could have yeah. been Primate. Could have been Primate, yeah, exactly. Well, Primate is like 50s, I think. So Is it? Yeah, yeah. thereabouts, yeah. But yeah, like I, I could have been thrown off by that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm raging. It's fine. You, you did slow us down a little bit, so that's something. A little bit. Yeah. Sony, back to... waste of a good dex entry, though. <laughs> I drank your tea. Yeah, you were taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought that was, like... But to be fair, you got a can of beer, like... Yeah. yeah. You made yourself a cup of tea, then went and got yourself a beer. I was like, Ron, I'm going to drink your tea. <laughs> Before the podcast, Burkbot, would you like a, would you like oh, a cup of tea? Fuck's no. Sake. Do you know the casting is? I love the one thing about doing these podcasts with people who are in a relationship is if you actually get to be here for the domestics, it's great. <laughs> it's like literally being a fly on the wall. It's awesome. We got to fight now in a few minutes. It's gonna be great. <laughs> so anyway, trash. can we hurry up and finish this episode? No, so no, I think I'm gonna stretch this out a little bit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we start the second half of the show then with uh, stunned silence. Everyone uh, from everyone in the room until a gentleman go ask the team if they're new members. And he has a real kind of posh, uh, upper-class voice. Jacob Rees-Mogg. Yeah, yeah I, I immediately got Hacker Rees-Mogg. I get a hack of something else off these people, though, until we get to the name of it. So, uh, I, I think another child's been taken outside. Um, so, <laughs> Ash doesn't understand. Uh, Jenny cuts in to say she's been observing sleep waves coming from here. Uh, the man takes a second to think and uh, nods towards a Pokemon, holding a pendulum in his hand. So Ash doesn't understand, uh, Jenny cuts in to say uh, she's been observing sleep waves coming from here, and the man takes a second to think and nods towards the Pokemon holding mm-hmm. a pendulum uh, in its hand. She explain, he explains that this Hypno might have been admitting them. 
Um, Ash consults his Pokedex, which explains Hypno's hypnotic abilities. Right. The camera pans to the other Pokemon, which Misty t- uh, asks about. The Pokedex says it is a drowsy, a descendant of the dream-eating Tapir, which is apparently a Pokemon that's well extinct at this stage. Yeah. You knew that Tapirs could eat t- could, uh, dream, uh, eat eat dreams. dreams. Yeah. It's a weird one. We should, we should really explore this in uh, in real life to see if Tapirs t- can be used in that regard. Check just check. give you good dreams. Yeah. Apparently, I, I, I that's, like, that's the what the designs of Pokemon saw with a tape here. It's like, oh, yep. that looks like it eat my dreams. Yep. <laughs> it, it is actually a thing. It's a Baku. Yeah. Oh, Baku, they're, they're, yeah. They're in Dublin Zoo. Yeah. A Japanese supernatural being in Dublin Zoo, yeah? Oh, yeah. No, Tapu, you're in Dublin Zoo. I thought you were looking up our Tapirs real No, I knew Tapirs. Like, they're little kind of wannabe elephants. Wannabe elephants. You think tapirs are wannabe elephants? Yeah. Well, fucking Charles Darwin's gonna have a field day with you, sunshine. <laughs> fucking hell. Wannabe elephants. Well, in fairness, if you were to give her a Rorschach test, every answer <laughs> would be elephant. Elephant. Look, Chinese mythical chimera with an elephant's trunk is what they're saying a Baku is, and then that the tapirs are descendants from it. Internationally, one of the elephants is the name of Burt Brock's new indie band, and it's uh, taken. It's going really well oh, so far. That should, is great. You should download their uh, single on Spotify. What's your single on Spotify called? Tusk. Tusk. The name of their single is called Tusk. You can download it now on Spotify. <laughs> and when you look up Tusk and you see Fleetwood Mac, you know that's the best. That's a cover. It's a cover. <laughs> They're covering yeah. ours. It's a better cover than ours. You now have. You, you now have. I'm not giving you enough time. You now have three weeks to create a song called Tusk and put it on Spotify. So get going. I know I have a lot on as it is, but you know, you better get cracking on that now. <laughs> so, uh, the, uh, it's apparently Drowsy was the first uh, po- known Pokemon to use Hypnosis and Dream Eater. The first Pokemon to do a combo. Who knew? Um, Brock interjects by saying that Hypno is the evolved form of Drowsy, to which yep. a gentleman agrees. Um, saying that Drowsy recently evolved into one about three days ago. Once again, the team uh, made the connection about the lethargic Pokemon and missing children. A man, a man in the caveat and top hat explained they've been using the Pokemon instead of sleeping sleeping pills. And when Missy asks who they are, the man say they are the Pokemon Lovers Club. Oh. Now. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and live here and say this is a secret sex club. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll tell you why, because when I was watching this entire episode, I don't know for, it just seemed like a strange coincidence, but the South Park episode about Nambla just kept popping into my head. <laughs> Like the fact that the, sorry, go on ahead. Like the connections were like all the children are going missing, right? Yeah. We will find out that the hypno, right, who a uh, dex entry also uh, alludes to it hypnotizing children in particular, yeah, and leading them into lost forests, yeah, right. That is a really fucked up dex entry. So we all the know fact that you had that in Fire Red Leaf Green. Yes, as a subplot. That is a subplot. You actually have to rescue a child from a hypno, right? And I literally do mean rescue, by the way. Um, and as I said, like these people are just like all around and admiring the hypno's work at hypnotizing all these children who are now on their grounds, by the way, pretending to be Pokemon. So now they're conditioning to be Pokemon, right, for their own Pokemon Lovers Club. Yeah. yeah. And they have them there ready to hypnotize things at a moment's notice. It doesn't hesitate to hypnotize. It literally team. clicks in. Oh, there's another one. I'll hypnotize it now. Yes. No question. No like... I yeah. recognise this. Am Sinister. I supposed to hypnotise this one too? Yeah, exactly. And literally, the only thing that tips you off is that the Pokemon are feeling sick about it because, like, you would be if you saw some kids being groomed to be you. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So this is so so this is literally like uh, this is the, <laughs> this is literally the dinner parties. This is the fucking yeah. like 
the, the, the fucking Epstein files all over again. This is their answer to Clay <laughs> Maxwell. <laughs> so, again, I love it. He explains that every po- member adores Pokemon and have collectively agreed Hypno is their favourite. Of course it is. He's yeah. doing such solid work for you with his little black book. So they all helped make Dr- Drowsy evolve much to their delight. <sighs> he explains... <laughs> He explains, okay, this is where the, at this point where I think they're starting to cover for themselves, right? Yeah. He explains that the inner city life is extremely stressful and that all the members suffer from insomnia. And of course they don't sweat. No, they don't. You're right. You can see that. You can see that in them. Like, they won't... <laughs> Birdbot just got the reference. Yeah, to be fair, one did look a lot like Andrew Neil, actually, more than mentioned it, yeah. Funny how yeah, that works, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Hypno puts them all to sleep. And we see an example of an old man who uh, looked a bit like Vince McMahon from my, re- for, from my look uh, for some reason. Maybe someone can confirm that when uh, they're looking back at, the ep- at this episode. And um, staring at the Hypno as a Pokemon mumbles its name. Hypno. It's very creepy. Yeah, it is yeah. creepy. It's like Hypno. full Brock perv mode. Yes. Level of. Maximum perv, yeah. Um, and we still—it's like a hip. It's a still of hypno with the with the wave. So there's no like movement. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they like like were forgot, to, forgot to animate that, or more of a case of like, oh shit, we might get it, might get a fits on this one again. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, you know, I don't know, but um, yeah. Either way, then it actually does work, and the old man does go asleep. Um, so Ash then concludes. Remember, Detective Ash, catch him here. Uh, that the hypno sleep waves are affecting all the Pokemon in the center. Missy helps uh, take Pikachu out of his bag as an example. And Brock then speculates that the Pokemon being affected is a side effect, as Hypno normally uses its powers on other Pokemon. But since the wavelength has changed with humans, the Pokemon suffer the side effect. So, again, I looked as well as like Brock has kind of made the excuse for the uh, Nambla Club themselves. Yeah. Like, oh yes, no, that's definitely what it is. It must have been a, a side effect. Yes, no, we'll, um, we better deal with this now. We have no idea that this was uh, causing such terrible things down the ground below. Yeah. yeah. Us elites. No, certainly not. Put the children away, please. Don't let them see them. Um so the children agrees that they may have caused a terrible situation. Um as Brock continues that another side effect would have been that children were affected as well, which uh, obviously has come to the past here. You know, because it is known to affect things that are well outside of the range of directly in front of me. Yes. That's like the... it really does seem more give more credence that hypno was hypnotizing the, the children. Yes, like directly. Directly, yeah. Like it, it, it's another thing where like okay, so you're assuming like a childlike brain is being like is actually more like affected to it, while an adult brain is somehow resistant to it. Mm-hmm. Likely story. Again, Brock really kind of covering for these nonsense here. Going like it's, it's just like yes, no, totally agree. What he says, he's a smart boy, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> Would you like a membership? Yeah. <laughs> we already know he's a finder. <laughs> So, uh, Missy carries uh, Pikachu to a cushion near the Drowsy and Hypno pedestal. Uh, again, the weird thing is to have them on a pedestal as well. They're literally yes. the centre of the room. Fucking hell. Um, and Missy tries out the Hypno for herself, to which Hypno does his thing, and Missy is entranced and starts acting like a seal. See, it's just so quick to indoctrinate everyone. You know, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's magical work they have. Um, and again, like, bear in mind that it's also meant to be like a Pokemon fan club. Um, there is a Pokemon fan club in the games. Yes, in Vermilion um, City. Well, that guy is actually like, really like the Rabadash. Yeah, I mean, really, really, object, really like the Rabadash. Ravishing. Yes. I would never call a horse ravishing. Never. No. I mean... He, he did. He did. He did a lot of things with that fucking Rabadash. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he rolled it over fences. Gave <laughs> it sugar lumps? Yes. Brought it to the horse dentist. Uh, <laughs> that's clearly what I meant. What, 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 what were you thinking of? Okay. So, um... 
so Ash then asks what's wrong and Brock says she's been affected by the sleep wave again like, Missy's a teenager so you could argue that's, that like, she's kind of in the range um, so the, the lovers club members look on as Ash says they do something Missy stands up and runs out knocking everyone back um, Missy is then chased out the door into the gardens outside um, Missy continues to bark and clap like a seal as she runs along she really kicked into the role playing really fucking quickly didn't yeah. she like, she well fucking hell um, so uh, she runs along as Ash is surprised to see a park this big in the city now this is a weird one where like, they're on top of a skyscraper yeah. Yeah. and then suddenly they're at ground floor yeah, in a park no, they have to go down in an elevator. So this was the case, like, like Missy got the elevator herself, and then everyone had to go, oh, we get after her. So, um... I'm going! Stop the nonsense. To their surprise, they see Missy by a lake acting like a seal. Uh, once they finally stop, finish chasing her. So uh, the chasing party here is Ashbrook, Jenny, and the uh, and Reese Mogg, as we're gonna call them, because uh, fucking change approved to that. Uh, and she's acting like a seal, but she's joined by other children, all acting like different Pokemon. We see them acting like a Bulbasaur, there's a Butterfree, there's a Caterpie, Gloom. Um, Jenny realizes they're all the same missing children from the city, and Ash is obviously very confused by what he's seeing. I think everyone's gonna be very yeah. confused with what they're seeing. <laughs> to be fair. And Brock calls it, coins it, Pokemonitis. Like, they're not exactly hiding, so how do you not notice children even that late in the evening? Yeah. like. But also the fact that he's like, ah, they just have Pokemonitis. That's a thing. They're definitely it's not definitely being groomed to be Pokemon. I, this is the cover story that we've been, all been told to say, yes. if we're ever caught. It's Pokemonitis. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, of course. I, I, I do like the idea of Brock being a secret member of this club yeah we're trying to consider he wants to be a pokemon breeder yep yes oh, yeah good cover yeah. good cover and um, apparently football culture is taken but um the wavelength sent out by hypno is making <laughs> the children think they are pokemon and ash uh, presumes that misty is suffering from it too the gentleman is baffled by how this could have uh, happened as i'm sure yes it's uh, I, I don't know how what how, what could have really caused this occurrence to happen Woo-hoo. Look, we will investigate it and we'll determine it wasn't our fault. Yeah. <laughs> we looked into it and we made sure it wasn't us. Yeah. <laughs> Take our word for it. We're the elites. Um, so the gentleman is baffled by how this could have happened. Missy is uh, still stealing away while another girl is splashing in the pond like a magic carp. Um, we see a panning shot of more kids acting like Pokemon until Jenny tries to snap them out of it, saying their parents are worried sick. Um, she tries to pick the magic carp, magic carp girl out of the puddle but she pulls back and immediately goes back to being Magikarp. That's how strong the indoctrination is, folks. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's, it's literally a fucking sex cult. Yeah. Like, the thing is, at least she's not flopping around in the actual lake, because then she'd die. She'd be drowned. Yeah, yeah. at least That's she's her. like has the intelligence of a Magikarp, which is like, oh, this puddle will do. Yes. <laughs> like, don't she's been watching SpongeBob, dropping the ground and flopping like a fish. fish. Yeah, that's clearly how it works. <laughs> So, Ash and Brock then try to think of a solution until the gentleman suggests, why don't we use um, Jody to cure children? His reasoning is that sleep emits dream wavelengths oh, that could counter <laughs> hypno-sleep waves. <laughs> yes. And I love how he's got this like this, and everyone's like, ah, that must be true, because that further shows that he's part of this cult. And not even that, but he also has like a cover story ready to go yeah. on the eventuality. Yeah. yeah, eventuality. It's like, oh yes, no, well, 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 we just recently evolved this hypno. We've no proof of that, of course, but you know, it's just, we have a drow- we have a drowsy just in case, you know, because, uh, you know, just in case we, <laughs> we we need to cure the children. Look, we used to have a safe words. This is better. Yes. Um, 
And Brock then Brock immediately goes, "Yeah, I like that reasoning. Let's do it. Yeah. It, it could work. Uh, I'm an expert in dreamwaves now." And um, back in the mansion, Misty is sitting on the chair se- uh, ceiling. I love the well. The demanding to have to like grab her from the leg and just carry her back <laughs> up yeah. the elevator. Seal. As she seals. Seal. 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 <laughs> All right, get her. <laughs> and she's put in front of the drowsy. The gentleman tells drowsy to emit its dreamwaves towards Misty and fucking cure the woman. Um, we see a similar process to hypnose hypnosis as waves start being transmitted to Misty. Yeah. And eventually, uh, Misty stops shouting seal and clapping uh, as Brock remarks she's in a deep trance. And after a couple of seconds, Drowsy uh, claps, which is uh, great because they mean to have to edit the episode now. Um, and brings, <laughs> and brings Misty out of her trance. She wakes up and asks where she is. Um, Ash says he looks pretty beat and Misty snaps at him, uh, Ash quipping that she's back to normal. So literally, she has to just go, I don't know, just insult this girl. Yeah, she took offence, that's fine. She's fine. Um, so, uh, J- Jenny says it's now time to get the kids back to normal, because uh, we they all have homes to go to. Yeah. Uh, Ash picks up Drowsy and storms outside. Literally just picks up the Drowsy and goes... Yeah. <laughs> like, and like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> he literally is. Like, this isn't just, oh, the show's going... Yeah. I'm having fun. <laughs> like, like, for it to appear, very sloth-like behaviour. Yeah. And... Yeah. Um, so uh, Missy asked what he, she was doing and Ash uh, basically told her she turned completely into a seal. Uh, as we do this, because again, we're doing so well in this episode and then suddenly, oh yeah, shit, Tim Rocket, let's write them in. Uh, it's so, like they reversed the order. There's a six minutes to go in the episode instead of six minutes into yeah, the episode. It is a six minute rule for Team Rocket. Um, so uh, we do see three glints appear from the sky and they start coming towards the ground. The team see it and Ash realises who it is. It's mm-hmm. Team Rocket and they're paragliding power uh, down as they say their motto. Meowth ending with that flight instead for uh, the mandatory Meowth pun of this episode. Yeah. To be fair, I didn't have big ones last two, two weeks, yeah, so yeah. I'm going to give this one. Um, Rocket's plan is to swoop down and take both Hypnosis Pokemon because, again, they just want it. They, they, they are not like trying to break up the sex cult here. They just want to take the tools of the sex yeah, cult yeah, for themselves yeah. for their own very naive purposes. Um, so they do swoop down the, they're buffeting Ash's party as they both land well I say land Jesse landed James fell on his arse yep. and he bounces out of shots so Jesse explains their plan is to take both Pokemon and she quips she'll be dreaming after this ha 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 she unveils a mirror which she thinks uh, will make the Pokemon easier to take Jesse says if the hypnosis Pokemon have any pride at all they'll do their do their thing basically and Neil's calling it and this is a very catchy name you might want to trademark this kids Team Rocket, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the sleepiest of them all, dirty trick strategy. See, roll off yeah, the tongue. Absolutely. Rolls off the tongue. Fantastic marketing. It is, it's really catchy. Like, you know, mm. you can make an acronym of that fairly quickly. Um, so, uh, t- <laughs> no one's going to try <laughs> at this point in this podcast. Fuck that. Um, James nervously approaches Hypno holding a mirror, asking not to hypnotize him. Uh, then he starts holding the mirror over his face instead, and Hypno starts a routine, and the waves start bouncing back at Hypno. Yeah. For no reason. None at all. Like, I don't know what will happen if you hypnotize a hypno. Will just like reality just crumble in front of us? You know. But like, there, there's no reason for it to do this. No. Team Rocket aren't part reality of the cult. Reality is alive. We are all just a dream inside a hypno's head. That's actually the most profound thing you've ever said in this podcast. <laughs> so, are you sure it isn't? I'd like to smell like an elephant. No, I think that's actually quite powerful for her core. It's not profound. It's just true. Mm-hmm. Huh? She's, like we've already accepted this you know like it's not as if, it's not a secret at this stage you know and so yeah so Missy tells Ash to do something and something fast so he grabs a pot of plant which he throws and somehow was able to smash the mirror like by, by perspective right so James is like in, over there Ash is here and was somehow able to like throw a pot of plant that landed 
Basically, an 80 degree angle. He, he boomeranged the, part, the, the yeah. power plant around James. I just feel like they needed a state, like stage hands for this. You know, they, mm. they had no cinematography for the scene at all. And um, that's where the show's going down, really. Not, not realistic enough. So Hypno uh, seemingly snaps out of it, and Jesse uh, rues at how much they thought up the plan. But they have a backup. Both Jesse and James throw whips at Drowsy and Hypno, and Meowth tells them to fly away with them. James asks why did they do this to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse quips they had to fill the half an hour <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually quite like that ha- yeah. follow on right, to be fair it's very true to life so Ash is holding on to Drowsy as Missy brings out Staryu to cut by whips and then Pidgeotto hey, he's Pidgeotto. back he's back he's back and he gusts rocking away back from his sunbreak yes um, he was on paid leave for two weeks that's what happened um, they couldn't, the voice actor was gone and they didn't want yeah. to do anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have anyone else that can do the bird noises right around the show. Um, and he's told to give his best shot and they're blown away eventually. Uh, James quips that they were blown sky high and Meowth confirms what goes up must uh. come down as they fall to their inevitable deaths in the city of Hop 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 Town. Uh, okay. So, while we're here, let's uh, give them better ideas. What should Rocket do? So, the scenario is, the city of Hop-Hop-Hop, or North Celadon as we renamed it, has two curious situations developing with Pokemon being lethargic and children going missing. Definitely not connected. Ash's Pikachu is also affected by the phenomenon, and the hero's investigation leads them to a rooftop mansion where the Pokemon Lovers Club meets. So I tell you team, what should Rocket do? Sorry, go ahead, Burpa. Rock up to the Pokemon Lovers Club. Right. Ask to be members. Yes. While the filling out the forms, steal the Hypno and Drowsy. Makes sense. If their aim of this episode is to get the Hypno, mm. so that they can hypnotize their boss to get time off work. Yeah. Then so. just walk up and you know ask to join, be a member, whatever. While the paperwork's being done, just wrap, grab the Pokemon and leave. Yeah. Uh, just submit and request for a day off like any employee <laughs> at any company does <laughs> I get the feeling James and call me silly I don't think Team Rocket have a good record on labour rights <laughs> I get the feeling a lot of those workers I, are non-unionised also if they are you know unionised and have a strong kind of HR system in place yeah. I'm fairly sure James and Jesse's number will have been blocked by the bosses 100% yeah, yeah. Like, like they're the ones that keep like buying like, like, like using up unpaid leave at this point and they're, they're like the ones calling like we got injured well what happened this time well you know we we fell in a hole that we dug it's like, you can't claim for that. You can't. We're, not, we're not paying. That's not our fault. <laughs> that is literally not our fault. That's not our problem. You dug the hole. Um, it, my plan is actually quite similar to yours, where like it's literally just using the Pokemon Lovers Club against them, right? I, I'm not you. I'm not going by the whole like you know, secret sex club here. I'm using it as in like yeah, by first principles here. So they have said that they use Drowsy and Hypno to like basically go asleep. Yeah. They just wait until nighttime. Yeah. yeah. Wait until night time until they all go, like they literally are just going into a mansion to have a kip. So literally wait until they all have a kip. Unless they have a rota now, that could fuck things up. Mm. But literally wait until they have a kip. Even if there's a rota, there's less of them yeah. awake and there's more chance of getting away. But here's the thing, right? Here's the kicker, right? What I would do as well, you see, I would let this play out between Ashbrock and Misty, right? Where they could come in, right? And again, they might the Misty got a demonstration. This could play out a different way. Ash and Brock would come in. 
they get a demonstration, they go, oh, well, they got put to sleep as well. And then Hippo, Browsy, and Pikachu all in one fell swoop. Yeah, that is a great tip. Storm the Pokemon Center while the Pokemon are being lethargic. Yeah. There's not going to be a fight being Are put. you changing your reply to HR for time off? <sighs> I mean, laugh. I've been shut down on there being a HR, so. Well, they have the R right, but the H not so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that good? Is that clever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I hate um, But no, like, there, there's Pokemon up for grabs there. Definitely, yeah. That's just get them know. out of the town yeah. and they'll be fine again. But by that stage, they'll be they'll already be ca- be captured. Absolutely, yeah. So there's options there, is what we're trying to say. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's it. What, what, what plan do we think would be better? So I'm I go with yours. I'm going to go with yours. Fair enough, yeah, okay. Um, I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, I'm glad to give uh, alternatives to the Pokemon Lovers Club as well, but it's going yeah. by how I've assassinated them here in this podcast. Maybe not so much. Right then, so, not wasting any time, Brock tells the group to hurry up and use the Drowsy. Drowsy uh, sends a wave to the children who all start dreaming. That's not the drowsy, by the way. Um, <laughs> although it is a very like drowsy Drowsy's animal, yeah. <laughs> in fairness. Um, so Pikachu uh, does the same until uh, drowsy claps and everyone wakes up at the same time. So the kids wake up and try figuring out where they are, what they're doing, and how not to tell their mothers about this. <laughs> so uh, they have no memory of what was done on them in the last three days. It doesn't. Like, yeah, they have no memory at all. Yeah, it's funny how that works, isn't it? Mm. Yes. And um, so uh, they they obviously are trying to figure out uh, what they what they are and who they are. And um, some of them want to be uh, Pokemon trainers. Some of them are firemen, uh, doctors. You know, they've all got hopes and dreams yeah. that um, the Pokemon Lovers Club have actually obviously helped out in in some regards. Paid them off. Paid them off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how else would you afford to go to med school? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so we hear the voice of the mother beforehand, and uh, we uh, see her hug Arnold, um, who do- Arnold. who who ha- he actually does look a bit like Ash to his credit. Like he kind of has greener hair, like baggier clothes, but like yeah, you can kind of it's, it's you can see there's a little bit of comparison there. Fair enough. Um, Brock then reminds Ash that they have to go to the Pokemon Center too because you know there is a Charmander that could fucking die any second. You know, Charmander. Just just, just throwing it out there. You know, we want to save the Pokemon too. So then Drowsy does his thing to the Pokemon we've seen before, and Joy is relieved to see they're all back to normal. Well, I say all. Uh, Missy speculates what the Pokemon could have been dreaming about, as Brock thinks they were dreaming about getting stronger and evolving. Missy quickly. Oh, don't start trying to get deep. <laughs> they, yeah, in fairness, they're, they're still animals. So they're literally thinking yeah. about fighting and food. Yeah. That's literally like that. I mean, like, again, we, we know we have yeah, animals, animals ourselves. ourselves yeah. You know, like, I imagine, like, my dog literally only thinks about fighting and pretend, pretend, potentially digging in for truffles. That's about <laughs> it. Like, she's a very horny animal. Um... That's all, she, that's all she cares about. So, um, uh, Missy... Orange just dreams about the car. Yes. Yes. And running after cars. Yeah. <laughs> and running around them. And yeah. running around them. Again, going with the breed, I think it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, Missy obviously remarks then, uh, she dreams about that too. Uh, while Ash takes the credit for solving the case. Um, I mean, they didn't do anything. No, there was no solving. They literally just... The, the, the case was solved around him. Yes. Like, yeah. like Brock came up with the solutions and Reese Mogg agreed to them all. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, no, no you're... you're Listen, we do what the boss says. Yes. Well, who, who, who can we possibly argue with? Uh, who, who the gym I, leader. Who am I to question? The founder. I mean, the gym leader. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, obviously, both uh, Brock and Misty showed him down on that. Uh, jo- Brock size, or sorry, Joy size... Uh, Brock slides in to help, but um, she says that one Pokemon is still holding its head. Mm-hmm. Um, aye, aye, aye. And Brock says he'll handle it because helping Pokemon is the reason he exists. 
and Joy agrees that maybe he can help it, so you take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. Again, this is meant to be like it's a Pokemon Center. We've established that trainers bring their Pokemon here to get healed. Yeah. This is someone else's Psyduck that we've just <laughs> stolen. <laughs> we have someone nicked. And to be fair, don't buy this thing, it's an erotic. We've probably done that fucking that, that trainer a favour. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd imagine it's like, you know, here. This is my, uh, like, you know, or someone just dropped it up. Like, yeah. And, like, you know, I, I ran over set. this. Can you check oh, it <laughs> It was an unwanted pet. Yeah. Was it. It's just like, it's like, yeah, yeah. Mine's broken. I'm bringing it back. I can't bring it back. Okay, I'm just dropping it here. <laughs> I, I, I can actually make that sense. Yeah. Because we, we do, like, see Psylocke later on in the show where, like, are really capable and, like, know what they're doing. And, yeah. Like, yeah. So. Like, it, it is known about Psylocke that they have a migraine. Hmm. So it is part of their canon, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so either way, we see Psyduck then walking along as Ash sarcastically tells tells the Brock that he could handle it, and there's a great mental image of like everyone's walking along, but Psyduck is kind of following them, yes. like a lost puppy, which is kind of cute. You guys, you guys, wait, wait for me. Uh, so Brock says it's a water Pokemon, and suggests Misty takes it instead, and Misty says it needs to be cared for. You're a girl. Yes. Uh. Use your girl powers on it. Make it feel loved or something. I don't know. And um, Missy says no. She doesn't want a boring Pokemon. It's not boring. Though. I actually like. I like Psyduck. It, 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 in fairness, I kind of see Missy's point here. Like, there's a lot of war, war Pokemon, and Psyduck is not first dibs on that. Like, no. tier list wise, it's D at best. Like, like I think Goldeen is maybe the only thing I'd have like ranked uh, water Pokemon. I'd have ranked below it. That well, you see, if, to kind of counter that though, Goldeen has a purpose. You know, like you can you can use waterfall with Goldeen. You can use it as a HM slide. Gold look yeah. is the best it can do with surf. Yeah. I don't think you need to even dive down. It's such a shit water Pokemon in yeah. that sense. And it's not even brave enough to be a psychic type either. Yeah, that that's annoying. Yeah, like that that was that's a thing in hindsight, but I guess like they just never got around to it. They already had Starmie, so that's they it, yeah. double up too much. They didn't want to fucking double up, yeah. I mean, like we want to, we want to keep these type brands unique. You know, like water psychic. And pure water. And, and fire water. And pure, and pure water. water. And more pure water, absolutely. We need more water. And, um, you know, like, uh, once you get, like, some more intriguing cards, fire, like, uh, type combinations, like firefighting, grass poison, psychic fairy, we never want to do them again. You know, clearly. Uh. Um, so, uh, yeah, she doesn't want it. The Pokedex then chimes in to say that it constantly suffers from headaches. So Missy obviously doesn't like that and uh, trips over it again. She's gotten very clumsy lately, I've noticed. Um, because she tripped over the last ep- the two episodes ago as well. Yeah. And so as she does that, a Pokeball rolls out of her pocket, and uh, it's, this is farcical. This yeah. is yeah. Uh, towards the side, and side taps it itself to enlarge the ball, and then taps it again, and goes straight inside the ball. <laughs> it's literally like such a such a like nerd. It literally like caught itself. Yes, that's it. I that, liked that. That was so funny. That was really good. And um, so Ash then congratulates her on catching it, and Misty says she now has the headache. Ha 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 ha! Comedy stylings of Misty. And the narrator congratulates uh, Misty as well, uh, but she says, she says not to. Um, yeah. And we end the episode with Psyduck in the ball, not registering what happened. Yeah. And that's the end of our episode. Yeah. So, um, we actually have quite a busy uh, Pokedex uh, this week, because you've seen three new Pokemon. Yeah. So, Psyduck. Yes, yeah, so let's start with Psyduck, shall we? Uh, obviously, you just said you're, you marked yourself as one of your personal favourites. You do like Psyduck? Yeah, I just liked him as a character. As we're going, like, I met, like... I remember watching these episodes and yeah. I loved how annoying he was. Mm. Unlike Staryu and Starmie, it has some personality. Yeah. That, that's what I liked about yeah. it. Makes yeah. sense. That's fair. Um, again, the, the kind of great irony of, uh, of Psyduck is that it's not actually meant to be a duck. 
it's a, it's a platypus. platypus yeah. yeah. Which is it's kind of the irony of it there because it's it's the be it's the duck bill. The duck bill that gets yeah. to give it away. But it's also like it's obviously bright yellow, so it's kind of inspired by like a rubber duck. Yeah. So it's a rubber yeah. duck with a platypus nose, essentially, yeah. which is kind of I, I, I think it's kind of funny. Um, obviously it's meant to be a psyduck again the hilarious thing is that it's just like it's not even a psychic type and doesn't even evolve to be a psychic type yeah. which is a bit of a shame as we said um, uh, fun fact by the way did you know for Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee at one point it was going to be Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Psyduck oh I mean, okay yeah so you can you can see the sense in that you can and funny as soon as you could say it could have been Clefairy as well that's all what could you possibly see be a mascot and what are the cute things that are easily marketable yeah so because he had that with Clefairy as well at times yeah. let's go Clefairy let's go let's go Psyduck could happen mm. and uh, again it's a weird one because um, because the reason they didn't go for it excuse me in the end was because it's the same colour as Pikachu yeah. they're both yellow so they wanted to go like they've always done that with colour coding with Pokemon anyway they always go for yeah. opposite colours yeah. so Eevee was brown so it's okay there's a, there's a separation there you know yeah. Um, which kind of does make sense um, fun fact actually uh, Junichi Masuda who's mm. one of the founding members of Game Freak um, Psyduck is his favourite Pokemon oh fair enough yeah so there you go uh, and obviously, not alone yeah uh, he's not my favourite Pokemon no that's fair you do have other favourites and um, there is an elephant after all um, but uh, and, oh, and the obviously the Japanese name is Koduk which literally means child duck oh. so there you go okay. as simple as that um, so that's all about Psyduck not much to do again it's a very kind of plain Pokemon all things considered really yeah. um, so yeah it's pretty much that now let's move on to Drowsy and uh, and Hypno so uh, as we uh, mentioned earlier on Drowsy is based on the Baku which is mm-hmm. a Japanese myth of a, of a creature who eats the bad dreams of sleeping people um, originally they're obviously they're designed to be tapers um, or like uh, you know like as I say elephants as well so, so forth but mostly tapers and hence why Drowsy looks like a taper as well uh, and it's actually meant to be a particularly a Malayan temper because it has the dual colouring. So you know how the drowsy has a gold and then brown? Yeah. The Malayan taper has oh, this yeah. black and white. Nice. Okay. As you can see there. Which is, it's actually quite a cute, cute little creature there, to be fair. I do like tapers. I don't know what it is. They just look like flawed in some way. Yeah. It's like someone, <laughs> it's like someone like trying to badly draw an elephant. Yeah, it's you know? like you've, you're, you're like describing what an elephant looks like to a child expecting them to draw. It's, it's an elephant put in the wash a few, two times. <laughs> yeah. And mm. um, so, yeah, it's, uh, and it, it's as simple as that then. Fun fact, Drowsy and uh, Hypno are the only non-poison type Pokemon to learn poison gas. I... I'm always surprised seeing that they're not psychic poison types. Yeah. They seem like they'd make sense with that. It would kind of, but um, but like I said, it's literally just because they learn poison gas. They don't have anything other poison around them, I guess. Yeah. But it also makes them, I think, equally as creepy because they don't poison gas. Like, it'll knock someone out. Yeah. And then hypnotize them as well. Yeah. But I suppose, like, from a competitive sense, if you want to call it that, it's just like, oh, they can put people to sleep or poison them. Yeah. So it just makes Absolutely. them trickier that way. And. Um, so yeah, it's it, it, it's pretty much simple as that. Um, drowsy is obviously literally the word drowsy, and it's the same in Japan, in Japanese, where the actual like name of the Pokemon is called Sleep, or Sleep E. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they can be a bit more on the nose with the names. <laughs> they have fucking very long nose, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so drowsy, drowsy is specifically about the Baku. So uh, Hypno, on the other hand. Um, is again a bit more of a humanoid type really yeah. but um, but I actually animal wise it's probably closer to a proboscis monkey with the with the kind of yeah. nose it has so 
Um, again, we kind of probably know about the proboscis that has the kind of like the, the bigger, like pronounced snout, yeah. the wider snout. So Hypno kind of has that same nose, um, but definitely it's a kind of a combination of that and a tip here and obviously just a fucking like, you know, criminal guy. Yeah. Um, uh, also, another thing um, that also has is a kind of white, white uh, frill. Yeah. So you could argue it's kind of a vulture inspiration as well. Never um, would have picked Vulture first. Neither would I know, in fairness. But like I said, it has a kind of the, the ruffled neck, but I don't think it's meant to be either. Uh, <clears throat> so it's, uh, yeah, it's there's not much else to be about it. Obviously, still kind of directly based by the Baku uh, mythology. Uh, and that's essentially it, but there's not much else to them. It's just a really creepy, creepy Pokemon, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's really, really in- sinister. Um, there's like, always am one. I right in saying that when we, in the yellow game, the first time you come across a Hypno, it's because a creepy old man... In like a wizard suit, or is that just something from my nightmare? I think you may have nightmared that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, moving on. What creepy old man? What, what wizards? Do you know there's like um, there's as you're in. walking to one of the routes that is originally closed, and you've got to go through that little like guy, and he's like, "Oh, bring me back a soda or something like that." Okay. There's like a load of people mm-hmm. dotting around. And most of them have like ratatas and like handy things, and then all of a sudden there's this like guy in like robes, and he has a hypno. Could be a magician, juggler maybe. Juggler, that's what. It's yeah, like. juggler. Yeah, could be. Um. Anyway. Yeah, that is a trainer type in Gen One. Mm. So it could be the case. That's, yeah, you know that's yeah. me trying to quip in with some actual Pokemon. Yep. And no, if anything, you just like melded in your own potential trauma. <laughs> <laughs> As happens regularly. On it does. It really does. If anything, like this is like your fucking like therapy session yes. as well. It's like, so, bro, how do you, how do you feel about other girls? Do you think they smell weird? <laughs> Where do you think this came from? Um, just give an example of how creepy um, uh, Hypno is as a Pokemon. The end. The next entry for uh, Fire Red. A bit of spoilers for hopefully a future entry. Of who's that Pokemon? It carries a pendant-like device. There once was an incident in which it took away a child it hypnotized. So there you go. It's yeah. literally canon. It's, yeah. it's it's established that they take children. Like you saw that incident happen in Fire Red as yes. well. Yes. That's the, exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, a uh, hypno is obviously a shortening of uh, of hypnosis, but it also comes from yeah. the Greek word for sleep. Yeah, which is it all makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. And again, Japanese, they really don't do much uh, with the name. It's called Sleeper. So Sleepy and Sleeper. Sleepy and Sleeper, yeah, oh. exactly. And yeah, that's pretty much it then. So in terms of the Pokedex, uh, oh, we're really ramping up now, folks. We've caught, we've seen 55. Still, Still got 12. 12. Still got 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not counting Misty here. Fuck that. Like, you know, if anything, she's actually caught more Pokemon than, uh, than Ash has, if you do the numbers. Staryu, Starmie. Goldine. Goldine. Horsey. Psyduck, Horsey. Horsey. Yeah. That's five. That's five, yeah. I mean... Togepi? Uh, Togepi well, will be one. Yet. Not yet, but she will. Yeah. You know. Oh, uh, happy yet. Yeah. If any, they're, they're all bad at catching Pokemon, to be fair. Although, in fairness, they're gym leaders, so they only, like, only favour one type, so, you know. Yeah. Either way, um, that is uh, the Hypno uh, level done. Uh, we don't need to talk about Hypno and its strange habits. Oh, thank Christ. Its problematic uh, issues again. Thank um, Christ. And uh, we're going to follow this up with some sweet, delicious filler next week. Yeah. Again. Because yeah. we all know you love filler. Yay. Yes, hooray. We get a chance to talk bollocks again for another half an hour. <laughs> so, uh, with that in mind, guys, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Hopefully, you enjoyed it more than we did. Um, talking about the Pokemon Lovers Club and how definitely on the board, on the level they are. Um, expect to see them uh, open for the trial very soon. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this episode and all of our ramblings if you did uh, you can listen to more of it on the Low Blows Network we are on every week 
to uh, talk about another Pokemon episode. Um, and again, we have such a great lineup uh, coming in store. You're going to just love all of our tangents mm-hmm. because literally it's the only thing about these fucking episodes at this stage. Um, perhaps you were watching this Wait, on... Sell it. Yeah, I just Look, I'll be honest, right? I'm an honest salesman, right? <laughs> um, you might be watching the video version of this on the Nerds of Us channel. Uh, hopefully, if you are, thank you very much. And you may have subscribed to the channel in the meantime. Do some good stuff there. And you may be listening to this on our own feed at Monday Madness. So uh, follow us on Monday Madness LP on Twitter to keep uh, track of everything that we're doing. And also then uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, where we do rate loads of stuff from uh, from the gaming playthroughs, the podcasts, and all of the stuff in between. So uh, until then, guys, thank you very much for uh, listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.